Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined by my co-host, my uh, slightly deflated co-host Tom Walker. Yeah, hi guys, what's going on? <laughs> it's um, it's Tuesday night, we've just witnessed our team Nottingham Forest put in an absolutely shocking performance to go down 1-0 at home to Charlton, so we are recording this slightly deflated, but we have seen uh, most of the midweek kickoffs, so it puts us in a good position to bring you the most up-to-date research and statistics and tips for this weekend. Yeah, yeah, we're going to try and get over the fact that <laughs> we just, yeah, I'm not going to let my bias for Forest affect the podcast for the profit chasers, you know, <laughs> they come here expecting <laughs> to hear a good show and I'm going to give it them, so yeah, That's right. I, ca- I can move on and just kind of licking my wounds at the same time. Yeah, me too. But um, we will go through the Premier League. What's there? Still the winter break, so there's only a small number of Premier League games this weekend. Uh, we've got the Championship, League One and League Two, full fixture lists in each one. So plenty to sink our teeth into there, followed by uh, bomb-proof trebles. And you'll be glad to know, Tom, we don't really need to do fancy football this week. <laughs> Praise the Lord. See, it's, it's little <laughs> things like that that are going to get me out of this slump. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Right. So the games kick off on Friday night in the Premier League. Uh, Wolves-Leicester. It's a very interesting game on paper. Two teams doing very well this season. Leicester in third, Wolves in ninth. But they are just uh, four points off Sheffield United in that final Europa League spot. Anything that you would like to tip for this game, or do you think this one is probably best left to uh, to sit and watch and enjoy? Yeah, I think both teams are, are up and down at the moment, aren't they? Um, yeah. It's both teams are wildly unpredictable. Both teams have got quality players. I I don't know. I think this will be a great Friday night watch. Like you'll have a great time watching it, but yeah. will it? You know. Will it end up uh, being a winning a winning tip? I, I'm not convinced. No. Um, it's a tough one, isn't it? The main thing I'd go for, if anything, if you really want to have a bet on this game, is both teams to score for me, priced at 4-5. to five. Uh, The last four Leicester games have all been both teams to score, and four of the last five Wolves games have been both teams to score. And again, plenty of attacking talent on show for both of these sides. Um, neither team's been shy of scoring some goals this season. So, yeah, that's what I would go for, if anything. Yeah. But, um, Do you know what, Tom? I, I think you're, you're on the money. You're on the money. Avoid a result, but, you know, both teams to score. Definitely got chances. Yeah, four to five is not a bad price. Yeah, it's actually, actually better than I thought it was going to be, to be honest. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll move into Saturday then. We've got two games on Saturday. It's Southampton, Burnley, Norwich, Liverpool. Uh, obviously, you think Liverpool are going to get the win away at Norwich. The price isn't the best. It's 3-10. to 10. Yeah. Anything else that you'd like to look at in that game? <clears throat> or just, just think? No, Liverpool. Liverpool win. Um, potential for a bit of a hammering, <laughs> I think. Um Norwich, as we all know, have been have been pretty poor. Um, it wasn't that long ago they conceded four goals to a, a very flat um, United side. So potentially looking into the handicap market, 
uh, for Liverpool. Don't know what you think about that, Tom. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you can get minus one uh, for Liverpool at five uh, if you fancy minus two, just over two to one. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm probably going down the route of minus two. Um, obviously, worth noting that Norwich did beat Man City. I do think that was early with their kind of momentum and their kind of the spring in their step. And I don't think Liverpool will have any similar problems. Me neither. How about the other game, Southampton Burnley? <sighs> Watch from behind a curtain. This will be absolutely horrible. <laughs> <laughs> This would be an horrible watch. Um, yeah, again, very similar to to <clears throat> Wolves-Leicester. Neither side's in particular good form. Neither side's in particular, you know, alarming form. Um, Southampton won two of six, unbeaten in three of six. And Burnley, you know, you can spin this form wherever you want. You know, haven't won their last two games. Um, won three of the last six, unbeaten in four of the last six. There's so many ways that you can you can spin it to sound positive or negative. But the bottom line is yeah. there's inconsistencies there. Uh, obviously, Burnley's last away day uh, got a 2-0 win at United. So definitely something to think about. And Southampton, apart from getting beat 4-0 at Liverpool, which you know anyone that watched the highlights or the game will know that was a bit of a bit of a false result um yeah they've been on decent form uh, and at least putting in good performances should i say so yeah no bet for me no i think you're right as well it's worth bearing in mind as well that uh, burnley haven't lost to southampton in the last six meetings between the two sides and five out of the last six games have featured less than 2.5 goals so mm. they've not been stellar affairs of these uh, clashes between the two interesting Move to Sunday then. A couple of games on Sunday in the Prem. First up, Villa Spurs. Um, I like another both teams to score for this game. Eight consecutive Aston Villa games have been both teams to score, uh, which is mainly whilst why, why I'm tipping that one. And we've seen with Spurs um, quite a lot this season. They struggled to keep clean sheets, really. Um, yeah. Not <clears throat> as strong as you typically associate a Mourinho side being uh, in defence. Both teams to score is priced at four to six. So it, it's not the greatest price we're going to get all weekend, um, but it's uh, perhaps something to throw in as part of an accumulator. Boost the odds up. I think it will come in. I, honestly, I don't know which way the result's going to be. I'd, I'd err towards Spurs, but I don't trust them enough at the moment. And they have been very inconsistent. Yeah, I mean, they haven't won in the last five away games, uh, Tottenham. Um, Villa haven't won any of the last four against Tottenham. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a peculiar one. I'm with you, Tom. I am siding with Spurs. Um, but, yeah, it, it's, it's a tough one, isn't it? It's a tough one to call. How about Arsenal-Newcastle? Anything there? <sighs> I'll tell you what, Arsenal for me, Arsenal are short. Oh, God, They yeah. are priced short. Oh, God, yeah. Priced at two to five. Yeah, it's, it's not enticing enough. Yeah, so Arsenal and Newcastle, when you have a look at their form, um, not a lot of losses. 
and neither of these sides have lost in the last six games. So ten in, uh, sorry, twelve in total uh, between the two. Uh, they haven't lost. Obviously, that's probably a little bit more impressive for Newcastle, uh, and it also does include two FA Cup games against Oxford. Uh, that's one thing I do want to make the profit chasers aware of. Uh, I mean, you know, you. I always say this: you put these two together ten times, Arsenal will win a eight or nine. So I am siding with the Gunners, but two to five, as you said, Tom, it's it's not enough. No, <clears throat> no, it's not enough. It's very short. But uh, yeah, I, I I'd agree with with where you're coming from there. Yeah. Um, Shall we move on to the champ then? That's a very brief stay in the Premier League, but it is what it is. Yeah. Not much to really go for this weekend. No, not a lot of games and and uh, not much to bet on. Right, Championship. There's a full fixture list. Hooray. The standout is Fulham. They're at home to Barnsley. They're priced at 11-20 to 20 for the victory. Uh, Barnsley, no wins in the last five games. Without a clean sheet in eight, so going to Craven Cottage against this, against this Fulham side, who are on a pretty good yeah, pretty good run of form at the moment. Four wins in the last five matches, including keeping four clean sheets in that run. They've also won four of the last five home games as well, uh, beating Huddersfield, Middlesbrough, Stoke, and Leeds. I just think this Barnsley side is in really poor form. Fulham, really good form. They look. Probably, um, along with Brentford, best placed to take advantage of Leeds um, slipping up in recent months. They're really starting to click now at a vital stage of the season. Mitrovic has hit 20 goals. You know, he's always going to score plenty at this level. Uh, and I just think it's going to be a pretty comfortable win for, uh, for Fulham this weekend against Barnsley. Yeah, I agree. I mean, Barnsley, they're... When uh, when Gerhard Struber came in, uh, there was obviously a, a really good bounce since since they um, since they kind of lost their way a bit. They, I mean, they lost the last win was the eleventh of January, home win over Huddersfield. They had that massive game, didn't they, away at Charlton? Uh, huge, huge, huge classic mm-hmm. six pointer. Lost that, and now it looks very bleak. And the last place, well, probably the second last place after the Hawthorns, where you want to be going right now, is Craven Cottage. So, yeah. agreed. Um, Cardiff haven't spoke a lot about Cardiff uh, this season. Haven't tipped them an awful lot. Uh, they've had a pretty disappointing season. It's very, very hard for me to get my head around that they only went down last season. I, 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 they don't have the the feeling that they're recently relegated, as Fulham do, for example. But anyway, that's just my, my own thoughts. Um, got a very routine game um, against Wigan. Cardiff are in 10th position. I mean, you know, they, they've got to have their eye on the playoff spots. Uh, you know, they're only four points off. I don't think they'll make it, but, you know, if they've got any ambition, then, you know, that's, of course, well within reach. They've got a game against Wigan. Uh, I'm looking at both sides' records. Cardiff have lost one game at home this season. Wigan have lost 10 of 16 on the road. 
Uh, Lee Tomlin is a man reborn for Cardiff. And uh, yeah, Wigan just simply not good enough. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Agree with that. And Cardiff. <laughs> I forgot this is a betting show. Cardiff, 21 to 20. Great price. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even realise that you'd not read out the yeah, price. I didn't even read out the price. Yeah, Cardiff, uh, 21-20. Really good price. Yeah, uh, I'd agree with that one. I've got literally just one more thing that I like the look of this weekend. Um, it's in the Leeds against Bristol City game. And I mentioned just a minute ago that I think Fulham are best place to capitalise on Leeds, uh, Leeds is downturn in form. If Fulham win on if if Fulham win on Wednesday night, we've not seen that game yet. They'll overtake Leeds, so Leeds could start this weekend in third position in the league. They play Bristol City, who are in seventh, just outside the playoffs on goal difference. Um, my tip for this game is both teams to score, priced at five to six. So it's again, it's another good price for both teams to score. I think. Leeds have not kept a clean sheet for 11 consecutive games. And that's kind of the crux of the tip and why we're going for this one. They've been so poor at the back at the, uh, in recent weeks and months. Bristol City uh, have got plenty going, going for them going forward. They've scored in each of their last six games in the Championship. Jamie Patterson's starting to get amongst the goals for them. Andreas Feynman's can be good for a goal uh, Jesus has been hitting the back of the net recently. You know, they brought in Naki Wells, so they do have plenty of firepower up front uh, for them to take advantage of the defensive frailties at Leeds at the moment. And then, of course, Leeds will dominate the game. We know how it's going to go. Leeds will dominate the game. They'll have plenty of chances to score. Bamford will probably miss about five, but he'll score one. Um, and this game will probably end up one all. But yeah. yeah, both teams to score yeah. is uh, the way that I'd uh, go with this one. Agreed. Moving on, um, Derby County. Out, uh, yeah, yeah. We we all, yeah, we don't like Derby. That was childish. It was. Childish. That was childish. It was. <laughs> I, I mean, I hate them as much as the next Forest fan, but you know, I'm just about to read out why I think they're going to win on Saturday. <laughs> they're, they're 21 to 20. Uh, they're at home. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry. One more, just before you go into the tip. What? Call them by the right name, please. This year, it's Wayne Rooney's Derby County. Uh, they got a home game at the iPro against Huddersfield. Um, Derby have been in really good form since the turn of the year, uh, since Wazza came on the scene, whether that's a direct uh, reason, I don't know. Uh, but they, they have only lost two uh, of 16 at home all season. And that includes kind of the, the first third uh, when they really weren't doing very well. Um, so, you know, that's a really impressive record. Huddersfield have been pretty poor um, on the roads. They've got an isolated win over Hull. Uh, that was not their last time out, uh, the time before, away from home. I mean, apart from that, you do have to go back to the start of December when they beat Charlton. Again, nothing too impressive there. And then if you go back to the 2nd of November, they did beat Brentford away. Uh, but that's a little bit too far back for me. Um, Derby as well haven't lost to Huddersfield in their last six encounters at uh, the iPro slash Pride Park. 
Tom Lawrence, Wayne Rooney, they'll have too much for uh, Huddersfield, I think. 21 to 20. Mm. Yeah, I didn't really look at Derby, to be honest. Um, but yeah, I've been convinced. I think that's a good tip for this weekend. Uh, did you know that Derby are the fourth favourites in the league to get relegated? No way. With the bookies. Yeah. Uh, priced at five to one, so no. Ch- oh, definitely is it not because of their? Uh, is it because of their potential points deduction? The, yeah, I'm assuming it's the potential points deduction that the um, bookies are kind of potentially anticipating. So that's why they're down there. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, party round mine when that happens. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, West Brom potentially over Forest. What are your thoughts there? I just don't know. Um, I don't want my judgment on this game to be clouded by my uh, negativity in the aftermath of the Charlton game. Because, yeah. you know, we're going to have... We made five changes for the Charlton game, which was too many, in my opinion. Um, Graben's going to be back. Sal's going to be back. Cash is going to be back. Ribeiro's going to be back. You know, these are four key players for us this season that are going to be back in the starting lineup for this game. And uh, the fact that we tend to perform better against these sides who will come on to us, that we can then counter-attack, um, makes me more optimistic that we could get something from this game, similar to how we beat Leeds and beat Brentford. Yeah, it's kind of um, classic yeah. Forest, isn't it? I, yeah. I have yeah. more confidence that we can get a result away at top of the league than I do at home against a struggling Charlton side. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, agree. <clears throat> potential agree. banana skin. For anyone thinking to back West Brom, I mean, if they win, I won't be surprised, but a uh, potential banana skin there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Forrest on the double chances evens. Mm-hmm. Um, I did mention last weekend, Forrest on the double chance against Leeds, which was a similar price, which obviously obviously that one won. Um, so it could be a good route to go down again this weekend. But uh, yeah, it's... It, yeah, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if we did get something, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It'll be a good watch anyway. Um, you ready to move on to League One? Yeah, absolutely, I am. Uh, do you want to get us kicked off? Yes, I can get us kicked off. So, I, I mean, I can't think of where else I would look other than Portsmouth. I mean, surprisingly, on Tuesday night, they did lose. Uh, I think for the first time in how many games is it? Nearly twenty games. Uh, they, they won. They won nine in a row. Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe I've overshot it a bit there. But <laughs> won nine in a row, regardless. And Tuesday night, they did lose away at Coventry, which is no disgrace. I mean, Coventry are right up there in the uh, in the automatic uh, picture. They're two points off top with a game in hand, two games in hand on <clears throat> on second. So. Absolutely no disgrace there. They've got a routine home game against uh, Shrewsbury. I mean, this is pretty much a perfect game for Portsmouth, I think. Shrewsbury haven't won in the league in seven games. Portsmouth unbeaten at home. Haven't lost any of the last 15 home games. It's probably the tap-in of the weekend, uh, priced at three to five. Yeah, you think this one should be a, a definite surefire banker. Um, something I'd like to add to this as well is that in eight of the last in eight of the last nine games, Portsmouth have also won the first half. Um, the one where they didn't is that most recent game against Coventry, 
So prior to Tuesday, they'd won eight consecutive first halves. Um, for them to win the first half in this game against Shrewsbury, five to four is the price. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So kind of going along the same lines of uh, a League One bet, which we think is pretty much a banker. Yeah. You've got Portsmouth, and I think you've also got Rotherham this weekend. Yeah. They're at home to AFC Wimbledon, and uh, they're priced. At four to eleven for the victory. You know we're not going to dwell on this one. The price is pretty poor. It's about one to three. Put it in easier terms, rather on top of the league, fifty-six points. Wimbledon twentieth in the league, twenty-nine points, six clear of Tramere in the final relegation spot. It should be any. It should just be a pretty routine win for Rotherham here. Generally on very good form. Won five home games in a row, uh, scoring at least two on four occasions at least three on three of those occasions. Away from home, Wimbledon have been nah, not the best, really. They've lost three of the last four games away from home. Uh, narrow losses to Stanley, Portsmouth and Tranmere. So I don't think this is going to be an absolute battering, but I do think Rotherham should have way too much to overcome this Wimbledon side. Yep, agreed. And and Wimbledon as well, you know, how bad I've seen, you know, Tranmere perform. I don't think it's going to be a big issue for them to stay up. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, Rotherham, you predicted, Tom, didn't you? Um, if you cast our mind back to the start of the season, yeah. our pre-season show, uh, you said Rotherham would, I think you said they'd finish minimum playoffs and they started yeah. off awfully, didn't they? They were down in 15th or something like that. Yeah, and, yeah, and they've really rallied, yeah. really rallied, really rallied. So yeah, I was I was looking back at um, Joey make our league predictions at the start of the season. Yeah. So my, I have my league one top six being Rotherham, Sunderland, Peterborough, Ipswich, Portsmouth, and Fleetwood in that order. So huh. not too far on at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Apart from maybe Coventry, um, it's pretty yeah. much spot yeah. on, isn't it? Um, Fair play. I, I also. I will admit this. I had Wickham in twenty second. Jeez. Well, to be honest, I think we'll let you off on that one. I think we'll let you off. Wickham are, uh, yeah, they're they're the surprise of the season, aren't they? Um, so yeah, let's talk are. about one of those teams, Tom. Um, Sunderland. Sunderland's <laughs> Phil Parkinson came in, and you know it felt like the fans wanted him out after week two. To be honest, it was it was pretty bad. Um, but recently they've been on some decent form and they've won four of their last six and they're unbeaten in five of their last six. I definitely prefer Sunderland at home for sure. Uh, 33 points at home and only 18 away. Uh, but they have won over um, over a third of their games on the road, uh, just not many draws, so hence the 18 points. They're, they're travelling to... An Oxford side that are really struggling at the moment. They lost Tariq Fosu and Sheldon Baptiste in January to Brentford in a very alarmingly low-figured uh, transfer fee. If you have a look at their results a little closer, it's really worrying. 2-2 draw away at Burton, uh, Burton not bad. 4-0 defeat against Peter Brady. By all accounts, they got absolutely destroyed in that game. 
they lost to Newcastle at home, no disgrace, beat Blackpool. That was when Blackpool had gone, I think, nine or ten games without a win. Drew away at Newcastle and failed, failed to beat Gillingham. So if you look a bit closer and you look at the league fixtures and the opponents that they've been playing and the results that they've been getting, it's been quite poor, actually. And Sunderland, as I mentioned, I wish this game was at the stadium alight. That would be an absolute banker for me. Um, it isn't, unfortunately. It is at the Kassam. Um, I mean, there are stronger tips out there, but I am looking at Sunderland at 9-5, to five, and I'm, I'm very, very interested in that price. Like I said, it will be tough. And it's not the strongest tip. Uh, double chance. Again, I wish this was a better price. It's one to two. But I can definitely see Sunderland getting something out of this. They uh, they seem slightly revitalized. And, you know, up to fifth, four points off automatic promotion with two games in hand. It's a great spot to be in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great price, that is. Great price. Even the double chance, you know, like you say, I certainly think they'll get something from the game. So, one to two, I'm happy to take that. Yeah, yeah. Then, the, do you know what I mean? The nine to five is, it's really, really, really hard for uh, for me to turn down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, another team who I think is a good price that's near the top of this league. We've mentioned them already. Coventry, three to four away at South End. So that for me, when you've got Third place Coventry, who, as you mentioned, have got three games in hand on Peterborough, who are who are in the second automatic promotion spot, and they're just one point behind. Um, Southend in twenty second in the league, worst goal difference, minus forty three, uh, just sixteen points from their thirty games. They've had a shocker of a season. We don't need to repeat that, but you know, considering the contrast in form. An ability of these two sides, Coventry at three to four, is a really good price. I think they've won four of the last five away games, so their away form is strong. Um, I don't think they're going to hammer Southend. I'll say that. I think this could be closer than a lot of people probably think it might be if you just looked at the league table and form. But I could see Coventry getting a, a two nil, two one away at Southend. Yeah, yeah. South End have been a lot more competitive, haven't they? It was uh, it was really really worrying uh, that they were kind of going to go in some kind of you know imploding run that was going to leak into next season and you know bother the club for seasons to come. Um, mm. But yeah, like they, they've definitely turned it around. They kind of cleared out a couple of couple of faces in January, so. Won't be easy, but definitely uh, you've got to be expecting Coventry. Um, one more for me. It's in the Rochdale-Tranmere game. Um, so between these two sides, it, they've only got one win in the last 12 games. Um, but if you d- dig a bit deeper into Rochdale's home form, um, so these are the last results of their, uh, of their last six kind of home games. Win, draw. Win, draw against Newcastle, uh, lost to Fleetwood, and then drew. So, pretty decent home form. They've got, as I mentioned, probably the worst 
team in the league right now in terms of a form kind of run. Uh, Tranmere haven't won any of the last six games and any of the last six away games. Rochdale, typically decent at home. Are they going to, you know, absolutely batter them 4-5-0? No. You know, this is a Rochdale team in 19th. Uh, but I think they'll be looking at this as a huge opportunity to put some daylight between, uh, well, even more daylight between Tranmere and themselves. It's a bit of a six-pointer. And yeah, uh, how Tranmere are playing right now, I, I just can't see any other result other than Rochdale. And they're priced at 23 to 20. Again, another good price. Nice, yep, yeah, like that. Uh, let's move into League Two then, shall we? See what good prices we can uncover here. <laughs> yeah, uh, not as much going on, I don't think, in <laughs> League Two. Um, I'm going to keep some faith with Swindon. They let me down on the weekend, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that shortly. Um, but they followed that up with an away win against Northampton. And even though Northampton lost on the weekend, that's still a very good result. They've got a, a game against Scunthorpe, and Scunthorpe, you know, they they again they they beat Cheltenham. It's kind of like a Forest thing to do. This is they beat Cheltenham at home on the weekend, and then midweek they've just lost two 0 at home to Cambridge. So, um, yeah, not really sure what we're going to be getting from Scunthorpe. Um, Swindon haven't lost any of the last seven. Uh, home games, Scunthorpe lost their last three um, away games in a row. One win for the last six. I think Swindon will pretty much get back on track here as they did in midweek, I suppose. And again, three to four, I think that's a really good price. Yep, I agree. Um, another price, which I think is good. Good prices all over the shop this weekend, <laughs> isn't it? Grimsby Town. At home to Morecambe, uh, Grimsby that have been revitalised since Ian Holloway took charge. Uh, when did he take charge now? It must have been just around Christmas time. Yeah, just after. Yeah. Um, impressive, most impressive three games recently. Um, drew against Bradford and Forest Green. Beat Colchester 3-2 in a come-from-behind victory on uh, Tuesday night. Just gone, so that's going to give them confidence because Colchester are really doing well in the league this season. At home, since Holloway's been in charge, uh, they've got two wins and two draws and one defeat. The defeat coming to Exeter, who, you know, they're third in the league, so no shame there. They face a Morecambe side this weekend, who they've not been too bad recently, but that's mainly at home, away. They've lost four of the last five games. Uh, I think the form that Grimsby are in, especially at home, they're going to be on a high after coming from behind to get a last-minute winner in there, 3-2 win against Colchester. I think they should have too much for Morecambe. 9 to ten's the price. I like it. Come on, Ollie. Do it for the boys. Do it for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, I, agree with your, uh, I agree with your reasoning and your tip. And just to say, I've uh, got a lot of time for your enthusiasm. That was, I enjoyed that. That was good. Um, there's a big game in League 2 this weekend it's Plymouth and Crew. so we've got Plymouth at home they're currently in fourth and we've got Crew at the away side in second so big 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 game I'm not sure in terms of results where I want this one 
well, where I think it's going to go. But I do think there's going to be goals. I'm going to read out the price and then I'll go through my reasoning. I think you can get either of these two and they're both the same price. So they're both 8 to 11. You can get over 2.5 goals, I'm recommending. And I think you'll be able to get both teams to score. So if you have a look at the recent form of these two sides, um, Plymouth, you know, five of their last six games have been over 2.5 goals. um, And four of those six were both teams to score. And then if you have a look at Crew as well, uh, five of their last six have been over 2.5 goals and five of their last six have been both teams to score. So on the surface of things, this looks pretty obvious. Um, both are kind of in real good form, uh, both gunning for uh, automatic promotion, and it should be a cracker at Plymouth, and I'm recommending goals and both teams to score. Mm, yeah, I can see that one. Um, the last four consecutive meetings between the sides have been over 2.5. So oh, that backs up. There we go. Thank, uh, yeah, thanks for rubber stamping that. Appreciate it. No problem. <laughs> always, always a pleasure to do so. <laughs> okay, um, I think that's kind of everything for me. I just want to make one more point. How lucky are Mansfield that there's only uh, one team going down from this division this yeah. season because they have been so poor. It, you know, I, I tend to look at the leagues every week, obviously, because we do the show. Um, I look on Saturdays as well after results, but I'd never clocked that Mansfield are in 21st out of the 24 teams. I know. I know. That is so bad. They're, they're just, if there were two automatic, if, sorry, if there are two relegation spots, you'd have Stevenage in 24th on 22 points, Macclesfield in 23rd on 29 points, and Mansfield are on 32 points. So, in theory, they would have been just three points away from the relegation zone in, norm, in a normal season. Yeah, it's it's so bad considering the money they've invested and the players they've got. Yeah, and the fact that they're in the playoffs was it last season? Yeah, last, last season. season. Yeah, honestly, if you said to me, without obviously without looking at the table, Tom, where are uh, where are Mansfield? I said ah, about fourteenth. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I literally just thought they were hovering there. But yeah, absolutely yeah. horrendous campaign for Mansfield. But uh, anyway, let's move on and let's review last week's Bombproof Trebles. Well, we'll go for my one first then. I started off with Brentford in the Championship. They beat Middlesbrough 3-2. Yeah, he also had Portsmouth to beat Tranmere away and they did so, 2-0. And finally, I had Northampton Town. Uh, I needed them to win at home to Port Vale. However, they surprisingly lost 1-0. They were on absolute electric form as well, weren't they? Oh, mate, don't, don't. You know, I talk Northampton up every week on the show. I was saying they've won like nine of the last ten home games or something like that, the the run was. uh, Nope. Wasn't to be. Yeah, wasn't to be. And it was a similar story for myself, unfortunately. Um, I kicked things off. I had Coventry to beat Bolton at home. They did so. They won 2-1. He also had Exeter. They beat Stevenage 2-1. And I had Swindon, runaway leaders, away at Carlisle, and they could only draw 1-1. So that cost my treble as well. I can't believe, Tom, 
of all the teams. Northampton and Swindon. That is unforgivable. Right. Absolutely unforgivable. Especially, you know, Northampton's run that we just spoke about. Swindon, the fact they took the lead as well. Yeah. Uh, it's all looking so good at half time. Yeah, yeah, it really uh, was. Really was. Uh, so that meant for the joint treble. Um, again, Northampton. We had Portsmouth. Obviously, we just covered they won 2 0. Coventry, 1 2 1. Northampton lost 1 0. So yeah. that was a, a double stinger, to be honest. I feel like we managed to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. With the, I agree with the trebles. I, I agree. That's a good way of putting it, and I, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's disappointing, but um, it alas, we have more troubles this week. Where hopefully we'll uh, provide you with at least a winner. All right. Yeah. So my bomb-proof treble for this week, I am going to have two from League One and one from League Two. So starting off, we're going to have Rotherham there at home to Wimbledon. I'm also going to have Rochdale at home to Tranmere. And I'm going to complete it with three home teams, Swindon Town. I'm backing them, even though they let me down last week, to overcome Scunthorpe at home. £10 on returns 49.86. Yep, I'm on board with that. Especially Rotherham and Swindon, two very strong teams there, both top of their respective leagues. And then Rochdale, who you've already... You know, put your reasoning out there for. So, yeah, happy with that. I think you could be onto something good there. Fingers crossed, mate. What you got in response? So, for mine, I've got a treble which, on paper, I think looks absolutely fantastic. Um, <laughs> I can't wait. So, we're going to go for Fulham at home to Barnsley. Then we're going to drop into League One for Portsmouth at home to Shrewsbury. And finally, Coventry away at Southend. And that, for a £10 example stake, pays £43. So it's not the highest paying treble, but Fulham, Portsmouth, Coventry, that is pretty bomb-proof, isn't it? Yeah, and honestly, I know it doesn't return 300 quid, but there's a reason for that, right? (laughs) If they weren't all big favourites and they all weren't teams that we really, really fancy, it would pay, you know, 300 quid. But, yeah, 43 quid, give me that now. I'll take that as a profit on Saturday. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Okay, so two trebles that are looking good individually. The joint treble then, um, anyone that you fancy you want to pitch in particular? I want Fulham on there from yours. And I want Swindon from mine. Okay, so that's fine by me. Um, I'm also going to pitch Coventry then as well from mine. Yeah, so I'm happy with that. Okay. Fulham, Swindon and Cov. Yeah, so just to reiterate profit chasers, um, it is Coventry away at Southend, Swindon at home to Scunthorpe and Fulham at home to Barnsley. And £10 on pays 47.47. Oh, yeah. so good you rate. Exactly. Yeah, I like the look of that as well. So three strong trebles there, definitely on paper, uh, looking very, very strong across the board. Yes, indeed. So fingers crossed everyone gets on board and uh, yeah, we can all kind of bash the bookies together. That's the idea anyway. And uh, yeah, I'm really happy, Tom, this week that we don't have to go over fancy football. 
<laughs> I thought you might be. I thought you might be. So there's still we're still in the middle of a game week on fantasy, so it's not much point looking at that because everyone's on about four points. Um, so yeah, we'll roll straight into social media this week, shall we? Yeah, um, absolutely monumental moment in midweek. Uh, for about a month now, we've been doing Who Am I? Every single day. Uh, well, f- five five days a week. Uh, we've been doing Who Am I's? And every single time I've done one, someone's got it. And it's honestly, some of them have lasted six seconds. And it's been really <laughs> frustrating. But, Pip, do you know who Dwayne Mattis is? I've never heard of the bloke, to be honest. I, like, I, saw, I was following on Twitter that, you know, you put a shout out to Dwayne Mattis for being the first guy to defeat the Prophet Chasers. And I was thinking, who is this bloke? You've got a picture, you've got his career history up there. And I'm like, I've never record- registered you in my life whatsoever. Really? Yeah, I mean, he, he is pretty obscure. Um, I know him from his time at Chesterfield, largely. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Dwayne, if you're listening. You were the first one to beat the Prophet Chasers. Uh, so if you want to join in on that and so much more, uh, follow our Twitter page, T underscore FB podcast. If you're on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash football betting podcast is the place to be. And uh, if you have any inquiries, any questions, any tips, or I don't know, maybe even complaints, who knows, uh, send it over uh, footballbettingpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and if you have enjoyed the show, perhaps won some money, uh, please do leave a rating and a review wherever you listen to the podcast. iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever. We'd appreciate it. Yes, we would. Uh, I think that's about it, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Um, So plenty of good price tips to sink our teeth into this weekend. So if you're back in our trebles or any of our tips on individually, uh, making your own accumulators, please do send them in. We love to see them, and especially if you get some winners uh, come five o'clock. Indeed, indeed. Well, yeah, thank you very much for listening, guys, and, and good luck this weekend. Yeah, cheers, guys. See you next week.